0: Log Talk Radio.
1: I do know Friday makes everything Better child let me tell you I'm so glad it's Friday <laughs> I am Absolutely glad that It's Friday I'm gonna tell you I really am <laughs> You and me both hey 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 <laughs> It's been a long week it's been a long I need a vacation I, I need a vacation But I just don't want to take a Days off like I want to vacation i want to go somewhere um -hmm. i I do i just want to i want to go somewhere and um when i saw uh southwest had that sale on trip tickets Mm -hmm. to hawaii i was like hot damn i'm going to hawaii (laughs) (laughs) did you book at least but did you book it no, because I got other places to go, but now I know that I could go to Hawaii, but then I'm thinking, you get a $49 ticket to Hawaii, girl, where you going to stay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't even think about Wait that. I was like, me. I'm going to Hawaii.
1: <laughs> Tickets was $49 to Hawaii, girl.
3: I would so have jumped on that 49. and picked me a tent.
1: <laughs> I'm going. Hey, they got some cheese sticks too. But yeah, I, I'm trying to think about my son. He's graduating uh, mm-hmm. next year, and I'm just trying to think about things to do. I know you got to give him a graduation party. Yada yada yada. Blah blah blah. But I want you know to create uh, you know memories. I want him to have experiences. So I'm thinking about taking mm-hmm. him on a cruise for his graduation mm-hmm. to um like Cabo or something like that. Something where he's going to have different experiences, mix different people, eat different food. There's something different, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just to get him out mm-hmm. out and about. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was looking at my vacation schedule. I'm like, boy, I got to put some time in. Because you can get burnt out, Lee, seriously. You know, you I, we go all day, every day and and my 9 to 5 or 9 to whenever is grueling. Do you hear what I'm saying? Grueling. So you can seriously get burnt out, and you really need to take that vacation time. Even if you don't go anywhere, just take some time to just do you. go could go to have a spa day, you know, just do you. Go to a museum. I love museums. But just to take some time off from everything and just do you It's really important. Keeps your mind sharp. Absolutely. I mean, people always try to say that as mothers, there's something wrong with being selfish. It is absolutely nothing wrong with being selfish. It's called self-care. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry, but it's not. Absolutely. I agree. Because you need that in order to take care of everything else you got to take care of. Yes, and I need to selfishly love on myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i need to do selfishly love on myself i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready oh y'all i have confirmed we will have xavier lewis back in the chat room april the 6th we're gonna do um a listening party with him it's gonna be my birthday weekend my birthday's during the week but i'm gonna you know celebrate you know i celebrate thirty. Thirty days before, I'm already in celebration mode because uh, it's in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm already like, "What can I do for myself?" I'm like doing stuff for myself. I want to do this. Let me do this. I mean, Joie, because it's my birthday. <laughs> why? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm excited about that. I'm mm-hmm. excited. My birthday is in three weeks. So. Mm-hmm. And we love us and Xavier Lewis. I love when we play his music. It just does something to me, you know. And um, he is long overdue. We were supposed to have him a couple of months ago, so I'm glad he's able to spend some time with us in the chat room. Y'all get ready because he just cuts up when he gets in here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, he does. And, you know, he's getting ready to – start touring and i'm glad we're able to get him on the show before everything gets in the gear and it's hard to get him mm-hmm. that's a good thing that's a good thing but you guys y'all know me at least we always digress at the start of the show like we um ain't got people listening and tuning in <laughs> but we also have people tuning in for the first time and for that we say thank you and welcome but just to give you an overview of what we do here on this chat, once again, my name is Tony, and I am joined by the birthday girl, 30 days, 30 days after, and 30 days before.
4: Yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but we are readers first and foremost, so we're not just readers. You know, we love all arts, and we love to do it in the fun Intimate and a royal way No matter what it may be We've had so many people As you guys have heard We have some music coming Into the chat room on April 6th With Xavier Lewis So it's not just readers We love music We have um, authors, publishers Actors, politicians, sports figures, we've had them all come through the doors of Let's Chat. Make sure you go hit up our archives because our jewelry box is full of jewels. And we would just drop some major jewels last night. Lee, she was on point. She dropped some jewels. She just continued to fill up our jewelry box. So make sure you uh-huh. guys go over to our archives and check us out. But we love to just have a fun friendly environment, and just get to vibe with each other. You know, we vibe with our guests, with our listeners, with each other. So just join us every Thursday and Friday night live here on Let's Chat here on Blog Talk Radio. Don't forget to follow us on Spreaker as well. Leisha and I are making those moves over there. We are doing our mind, body, and soul segments over on Spreaker. So make sure you guys are following us, staying in tune, and then with what we're doing. We're trying to do some great things every New Year. So Stay tuned for the ladies of us chat. Absolutely, I'm excited. We have a lot going on. It's gonna be a great year. Next year is gonna be even better. So I'm just excited, excited. We got three fabulous guests on tonight, and let me tell y'all, it is ladies' night. So we about to mm-hmm. cut up and have a good time. We are we <laughs> gonna we gonna talk we gonna talk about we gonna talk about people because you know when ladies get together we talk. We're gonna expire, we inspire each other. We're gonna uplift each other, and we're gonna talk about Tristan like a dog. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> yes, we're gonna talk a little bit about Tristan uh, and 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 Khloe Kardashian, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> we're just gonna That's have a, a little conversation, <laughs> right? It's a lot to talk about. We're just gonna have a little co- conversation talk about just a little conspiracy theories here and there but we're just going to have a really good time it's International Women's Day shout out to all my ladies we are here it's ladies night in the chat room we want y'all to grab y'all fuzzy slippers grab y'all little pink or red cups throw your feet up and let's get ready to have a good time we're going to take a brief break and we
4: will be right back Bustin' my tail on a nine-to-five nine Just to keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be cryin' while she prayin' for a better life Hustlin' on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the of clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith till make a way to get extended so the gas can pay. Sweet Georgia, hold me down, keep my feet planted on solid ground. From the New York home to the Florida shine, up to the Maryland DC line, back down South, red peach, prime. Sweet Georgia, where is I reside. Tell me why do I have to cry? Out? Tell me why should I even friends Tell me why should I? Just to hear you say, done, out of right, from my shoulder's wake from the burden's laid, duck's root from mistakes I made, sweet dog. You're my favorite teddy Into the mother, uh, greatest.
1: Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to last chat. I'm Miss Lisha. You know, I got my right hand, and most of the time, she is my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. Yes, that was the fabulous and awesome Xavier Lewis. He is going to be in the chat room April 6, helping me celebrate my birthday. So make sure you guys are tuned in into the chat room on April 6. We're actually going to do a listening party. To his album, so I'm so excited about that. We're gonna hear some of his old slow jams, new slow jams. I mean, he's bringing <laughs> R&B back, so I'm excited. I'm excited that uh, I talked to him yesterday. We 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 texted. It wasn't even a talk on social media; it was on the telephone. So <laughs> I'm glad we got him locked in. My birthday's gonna be split. Uh-huh. Yes, my birthday is in three weeks, y'all. I'm telling y'all now in advance. <laughs> I'm accepting lunch, cash apps, anything that you would like to bless upon me for my birthday. I'm a reader. <laughs> I will accept books, Amazon gift cards to get books. <laughs> <laughs> you name it, you accept it, right, Lee? <laughs> but, but I'm it, serious, well, Ellie, I love Xavier Lewis music. It just does something to me, like we were saying before the break. I am excited to have him back in the chat room. It's been a minute since he joined us, so we got a lot of catching up to do in addition to celebrating your birthday. Absolutely. And I'm glad we can get him before he he goes on tour and gets too busy and he's not able to come in the chat room and come and kick it with us. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. We are having ladies' night tonight. It is International Women's Day. Shout out to all my ladies. We got three fabulous mm-hmm. guests tonight. We got author Tasha DeMay, author Angie Liddell, and author LaVonne. They're going to come in here. We're about to talk that talk. It's ladies' night. So, y'all, men who tune in, don't be offended by what you see here. I'm just saying, <laughs> don't be offended because oh, we're about to talk about, or experience because we're about to talk about Tristan like a dog. And y'all might feel away by the time we get done, but it's going to be okay. It's Ladies' Night. It's International Ladies' Day, and we're going to do what we do. We're going to uplift, we're going to laugh, crack jokes, and have a good time here in the chat room. I'm so excited. We have our first fabulous guest. Now, this author, I have spent, I would say, about four years experiencing her pen and her growth in mm-hmm. literature and just, just mm-hmm. growing in, in all of the places Um an author should grow in. And I'm just so super proud of her. So we're going to bring in the fabulous author, Tasha Demay. Hey, Tosh. Hey. Hey, Hey, Tasha.
2: How you you doing, girl? (laughs) I miss y'all.
1: We got to hang (laughs) out. I miss you, too. It's been a minute, so we definitely got to do some catching up. But like we said, Tosh, your growth in this industry has been phenomenal. We have witnesses day by day and we are so very proud of you girl. Thanks. It's work,
2: I can tell you that much. Oh you You ain't gotta tell us we know.
1: So you gotta let us know what you what you got cooking, what you have going on. You you came on uh month last month, uh you were doing the Ladies of Guardian anthology, but you've dropped a few of your own books uh in between. Let's talk a little bit about that. Let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen.
4: Um,
2: last month I believe my uh man of, my first book for my Man of Sentinel no Security book one just dropped. Rumor Control. Uh-huh. is going. I. I don't know, but it might be six books in that series, and uh-huh. um, they're all about. They're all Navy SEALs, and they some uh-huh. of them have PTSD. Some of them have other unfamiliar issues. That we're just gonna explore it all. I'm just gonna explore it all. Uh-huh. The the uh-huh. first book, Rumor Control. It, it I wrote about a character I introduced in some previous books. Right. I just decided to do his story because I, <laughs> I people laugh at me when I tell them this. The man was standing in the corner, grinning, scowling at me like, "You better write my story." I wasn't going <laughs> to do it. I still, I just kept skipping over it and working on other stuff and mm-hmm. doing webinars and different things. And I was like, well, I better sit down and I better write this. So I did. Awesome. Isn't so it something when they can talk to you? Not, I never—I didn't think that was possible. I laughed when a couple of my author friends told me that. I'm like, that, no, they do not talk to you. <laughs> yes, they do. Trust me. <laughs> Because once you get in your mind what they look like, how they sound, what their mannerisms are, they do talk to you. I wake up mm-hmm. sometimes at 2 o'clock in the morning. I have to write something down that just mm-hmm. popped in my head. I better get that down or I'm going to forget.
1: Mm-hmm. This, interesting, on, this, this, this is Tony. You know, you touched on something that Alicia and I, we talk about a lot here on Let's Chat, and those are the characters. Now, you say some characters, you know how they look, their mannerisms, what they do. Do you have preconceived ideas of your characters before you sit down to pen a story, or do they develop as you're writing your story? Well,
2: or do you I, I, have preconce- pre-con- I have preconceived characters, I mean, preconceived ideas on how they look and everything, because the last time I talked to The Rock... I told him he inspired my character, <laughs> Archer Lincoln. He laughed about that. He said, I don't even know how many times people tell me that. And I'm like, you really did. You inspired me to sit down mm-hmm. and write Archer. So I did. But I I, mm-hmm. I, primarily based him on a lot of my friends that are amputees and that mm-hmm. do suffer from PTSD like myself. I had to do a lot of research, and I basically sat with my uncle who had served in Vietnam and World War Two and the Korean War, and he just lost mm-hmm. his legs, and he didn't want to wear the prosthesis, and he was angry because he couldn't get up and go like he wanted to, and everything. Man is mm-hmm. ninety two. He didn't look like he was ninety two. He really didn't. Wow. Man was everywhere. So I was like, you know. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to talk to these people. I'm going to get the facts. And then I'm going to get some research material and learn everything that I could learn. And I sat down and I wrote it. It took me a while. I didn't know what direction I wanted to go in. Mm-hmm. And I I just decided to just be honest, not to, to make the story sappy, not to make the readers want to feel sorry for the character because that's not what he wanted. He doesn't want anybody to feel sorry for him because he lost his leg. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: He -hmm. already feels sorry for himself, but he don't want anybody else to feel sorry for him. So I said, well, I have to make this guy realistic. I have to make him like a real person. So I talked Mm -hmm. to one of my friends that, he lost his um, his leg and his arm. He was a first responder, and he was mm. a um, a veteran too. So I talked to him back and forth for like a month, and he was telling me how angry he was about losing part of his his limbs and how he didn't feel like he was whole and all the other stuff that he was telling me and the nightmares and and I was like, wow! I can <laughs> I can use all of this, so I did. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I I'm proud of the book. Mhm. Mhm. And I I hope wow. people will read it and and give it a chance because I mean, mm-hmm. I the people that have read it, I I've, I've got some good responses. Mhm.
1: So I'm, I'm happy about that. That's good. I have a question for you, Tosh. This is Tony again. At least, you know, you had to just push me aside because I can keep going on and on. (laughs) But you mentioned that you also suffered from from PTSD, and you had to do so much research just to make this book, you know, believable and and real. What did you learn about the, the, the PTSD that you didn't know before, and has it helped you, you know, since then? And you
2: have to, first of all, you have to learn that the, the trauma that you suffered in your life, none of that is your fault.
0: Mm-hmm. You just
2: have to find ways to to deal with it, not carry it around and, like a book bag or something like that, but you have to find ways to deal with it. And what my um, – the group that I go to suggested that we – join other groups, and that I joined a meetup. This is a group of other authors and local authors in my neighborhood, and we all get together and we sit down and we talk books. And Mm -hmm. having something else other than concentrating on the problems that I have, it just takes me out of that, and I don't concentrate on it so much. A lot of people were telling me their problem is they concentrate on that. They concentrate on whatever trauma happened to them. They concentrate on it, and they can't they can't get from one day to the next because it, it cripples them. It, it just stops them from living their lives. And I was like, wow. I I talked to a lot of soldiers that had just gotten out of the military and. I was like, wow, you know, and I I mm-hmm. got out in '90, so <laughs> I'm like, wow, I was really going through a lot, and but it it helps mm-hmm. to talk to other people that mm-hmm. have things in common with you and everything, and it's it's refreshing. I mean, I feel so much better because mm-hmm. I know I'm not alone. I can mm-hmm. always get on the phone or go to my meetups, and I'm all right.
1: Right. But it's real, though. You're right. It's real. Because I'm an Army brat. My dad was in the Army. You know, he served in Vietnam, but he he was in the service for over – he was a lifer, you know. So it's been his whole life. That's all I've ever known. So it is really real, and it also affects the families. A lot of people don't, you know, expound on that, but it affects the families. It may not be in the same way. But they're affected as well have you what what has been your experience with that well
2: my my husband was also in he he has p t s d but he deals with it in other ways through listening to music and and whatnot but it does affect them I, I found that before I started going to groups and before I started actually talking to somebody, I stayed angry all the time. Mm, I didn't even want to leave the house. (laughs) I I did not want to leave the house, and I stayed angry all the time. And Uh my daughter said, Mommy, why are you angry all the time? I said, You know what? I don't know. And then I started Uh having flashbacks of all the traumatic things that happened to me, and I was like, Man, I really got to do something about that. I really got to go, and I got to start dealing with it rather than just to keep it all bottled up and keeping it to myself. It's always Mm -hmm. a good idea to share share with somebody that's just like you, and maybe they can give you a few tips and help you out with to get past that problem. I mean, it's not going to go away realistically, but you can deal with it to where you can reach a happy medium with, the traumatic event that you had and I'm, I'm fine now I mean you know I'm a little bit better than I was
0: uh-huh.
2: I'm not as angry I can tell you that <laughs> I was <a> bored, <laughs> man <laughs> I was angry because one day I never forget I went home to visit my sister and I ran into uh, uh, an old classmate from college and She stopped me and was talking to me like we were old friends and everything. And I was like, you and I were never friends. You never invited me out, and you never did say anything. And I just started yelling at her. (laughs) My Mm. daughter said, Bobby, she was just asking you, how are you doing? (laughs) Wow. Just like, you know what?
1: I need to get control of this. I really do. Wow. That shit, I was real. And I'm glad you were able to recognize that um, inside Mm -hmm. of yourself and know that uh, it was something that you knew inside that needed to be um, cared for. I think a lot of times we get so overwhelmed by the things around us that we don't just never take that time to just kind of love on and and take care of ourselves. Taking care of ourselves is more than just going uh, to get your physical for your pap smear but you have to take care of yourself mentally because and emotionally because your emotions they have so much control over your mental sometimes and you have to make sure that both are in line so that you're balanced out so I'm glad that you were able to do that for yourself Tosh
2: me too I really am I mean I'm, I'm much better for what I really am and I I don't fly off the handle quite as quickly as I used to. So that, that's a good thing.
1: That is the good thing. Mm-hmm. Good uh, now tell us about these other two book releases you have, because you just recently dropped a cover. You dropped two covers with two handsome men on the front, if I should say so myself. They're very handsome. <laughs> uh, but Tell us about these two new releases you got going on. <laughs>
2: The, neck, the one coming up the Shape of My Heart. I deal with fertility in this one. We have a lady, a restaurant owner, and a chef. She was in a marriage to where the, the man ended up leaving her for another man, and she did not know that he played for the other team.
0: Uh-huh. So it kind of
2: messed her up. <laughs> and then she gets invited to a get together by one of her friends. And it's a friend who she has a crush on her brother. She has a crush on her friend's brother. She's had this crush on him since she was like ten. So and he never reciprocated. He never gone, Come on, let's go out or nothing like that. He just kept pushing her away. So during this little reunion that they have, she mentions that she wants a baby, but she's going to do it through artificial insemination. So (laughs) everything just snowballs from there, and he's like, oh, blank, blank, no. We're not doing that. (laughs) You're not doing that. And then he Mm -hmm. gives, he propositions, and he tells me, he said, I'll tell you what. Let me be the father of the baby. She's looking at him like, "Are you insane?
0: Uh. <laughs> you
2: are you you are a man whore," and she want to be the father of my baby. And he's he's like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, we know each other. We grew up together, sort of. So why not?" And she just kept thinking about it. And <laughs> it's the the book. It's a short book, but. I I like to deal with stuff like that because I I had some fertility problems myself and I had relatives that had those problems as well and, and I was like, Wow, you know that she really she really wanted the baby that bad that she was gonna go use science to get it. And none mm-hmm. of her friends were in favor of it. They were like, Are you insane? I mean, we realize that you're forty years old but so, don't you want to meet mm-hmm. a man and do it the old-fashioned way and she was like nope because <laughs> she kept thinking mm-hmm. about her, her failed marriage and the guy that left her for another man so she didn't want to do right. that that i think will be dropping in april that's being edited right now i'm going back and forth with my editor but <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. the the I think the third one I put down is um, the second book to the Man of Sentinel Security. This one is um, is Uriel's story if you read the book. He, mm-hmm. His story is a lot more complex than Archers because he was adopted. Him and his mother fled uh Iraq during the war when he was little. So and then mm-hmm. he was she gave him up for adoption because she couldn't really take care of him. Mhm. And he, he's a wounded warrior. He lost his uh his hands uh trying to save one of his his comrades during a um a fire fight. So oh. We, we mm. deal, I'm dealing with the, the PTSD thing again, but this time I'm going to talk about the whole immigration and the stuff with ICE and, and being in the cage and uh-huh. being separated from your parents and all of that.
1: Wow. You're touching on some serious subjects now. <laughs> um, that, that cover, I, I, there's something about that cover I like. It's just, I think it's his eyes. I love that cover, Elise. He's so cute. You know, we like cute stuff. We love eye candy. We like eye Me candy. Too. We like book eye candy and real life eye candy. you <laughs> can <too>. both.
2: <laughs> I had um,
1: Travis Cure
2: on my as my cover for my my um, iPad. My husband said, "Who is that?" I said I'm Travis. I said, are you kidding me? I said, look at him all day, and he just rolled his eyes and left the room. So I'm like, okay, Today he didn't that didn't go well. <laughs> 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 so I ended up changing it. I I yeah. have my granddaughter on there now, so because <laughs> he yeah, he wasn't too happy calls, about me having Travis problems. on there.
1: Yeah, he can pull problems <laughs> in some serious situations. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's some real eye candy. If y'all don't know who Travis Cure is, y'all got to go Google his name because he is the cure. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's I been a minute really since he's been in there too.
2: Asking oh, him to yeah, be well, one of my couples, so I don't know, I haven't decided yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just have to create somebody that looks like him.
0: <laughs>
1: right hey, now, I that's don't, I that's what nothing. you
2: do. That's what you do,
1: Tosh. That's what you do. <laughs> now, this is, Leisha. I have a question. Now, where did you come with the, come? Uh, where did you get the concept for armed and dangerous? Or armed well, and dangerous he, lethal? Armed uh, and
2: dangerously lethal. He well since he's a seal, you really don't really know what he does because it's it's, it's top secret it's classified but he he is able to kill people <laughs> and he's hey, he's pretty good with all the weapons and everything, and I was like, well, why not dangerously lethal'cause he's he's dangerously lethal. I think I posted. Another picture of him on my page, um, without all of the the cover and everything. But that that's where I got it from. I was
1: like, I love it. I do.
2: What does he do? They all have different skills, so I I figured I I'd, I'd explore them all. Archer was tech savvy. I made um Uriel more into to weapons and defense and things like that. But everybody each book will they'll have a different skill that they have. Mm-hmm. I think the next book the third book after after Uriel will be Troy's. He's his wife Left him at the altar right after she said, I do. She decided she didn't want to be married to him no more. They was married a minute. (laughs) Then she had to take him to court for alimony. (laughs) I was like, I've heard stories like that too. I had a friend, she got married. Nice wedding. They stayed married for a week. And she decided that she didn't want to be married to him no more. (laughs) They spent all that money, and she just dropped him like a hot potato.
1: Now, I got a question for you, Tosh, because you are married. You've been married for a while. I just want to talk a little bit about that marriage in in this day and age. Do you think that um, people really marry for the wrong reasons, and they don't know what it means to have that longevity because you do have to take it to that next level. But I don't think, do you think that they have, we have the skills in this generation to be able to take it to that next level uh, like our grandparents or our parents that have been married for a long period of time? No,
2: they don't. A lot of people get married for looks. They get married for money. They get married because of the family name or they're pressured by the, like, my my daughter, for instance, I guess I could use her as an example. The guy she was dating, they were supposed to have gotten married, but they didn't. And the grandmother, she's a Catholic, and she was like, oh, you got to get married because you can't have children out of wedlock and blah, blah, blah. And that's what the Bible says, that this is sin, and she did this, the three Hail Marys and before our fathers and the walk around with the rosary, you know. <laughs> and it was, I was like, oh man. And my daughter says she felt pressure to get married to him, but they ultimately didn't do it. So, but I was like, hey, why did you feel like that? She said because the grandmother, she was a Christian. She was a, she was raised in the cath, raised to be a, Catholic, a devout Catholic, to where she went to mass and. She prayed, and she did the, the rosary beads and all of the other stuff. And I was like, wow. I had to look up with somebody like that. And she was like, well, Mommy, I didn't know at the time. Until I met her, I was like, well, okay. But, yeah, the people now, they don't have the, they don't have the staying power. Or they don't have yeah. the mindset to to. Do whatever it takes to make a marriage work. Every day is not going to be roses and sunshine. You're going to have some good days. You're going to have some bad days. You're going to have days where you're going to be mad at each other for something dumb. But at the end of the day, that's just the way it is. But my husband and I, we made up our minds. We've been, we've been together 33 years to never go to bed mad. He makes me laugh. I make him laugh. He does something silly. I do something silly. And all is right with the world. And we done forgot about whatever we were mad at each other about. But it's it's more of a give and take for for both parties. You can't just say, well, he got to do everything. I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to just sit here and let him do everything. We got to do some things, too, to keep that that engine running it's just like with a car if you don't fix the car it's going to break down if you don't maintain it it's just going to break down and it's not going to run anymore
1: i definitely agree i definitely agree now you you did say something that was really that hit home that you guys sat down and you guys made a decision I think that, you know, a lot of times people don't understand that marriage is actually a choice. It's a decision. It's a decision that you make. Um, And I'm going to say it really has nothing to do with emotion. It's really a choice because the emotion is up and down. It's left and right. One minute you feel this way, one minute you don't. Um, And a lot of times you have to make the choice to, to get over some stuff. And a lot of that stuff is ego. That's true. And, you know, when ego is is involved, everything goes left because you're just really, it's not even, you don't even really want to do something. You're doing it because your ego is like, oh, okay, well, oh, you're going to do that? Well, let me do this. You're going to say that? Well, let me say this. You know, so it's really like a back and um, forth-ish with the battle of each other's ego, battling each other's ego inside marriages a lot of times. Now, you have... 33 years of marriage. You are a wife, you're a mom, you're a grandma. How do you balance all of that?
2: <laughs> that's not easy. <laughs> it really isn't because my my daughter, she's, her and my granddaughter, they're in Seattle. I wish they were closer, but there are circumstances and she had to do what she had to do. But other than that, I mean, it, Before I decided to, well, my husband made the decision for me not to work anymore because he said I was coming home angry because I had to meet book um, deadlines and whatnot. So it was like, yeah, okay, you're angry, (laughs) blah blah blah. But anyway, we 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 just made up our minds that. This is what we have to do. We have to do it together. In order for it to work, we have to do it together. He's the head of the household. I let him be the man. I don't try to emasculate him in front of his friends. If he says something wrong, we'll talk about that later on. And he lets me be me. And that's how that is. That's how it is. Because when we we would have known each other since we were little. Because I didn't like him, I can tell you that much. I think we were like five <laughs> or six or something. And I was like, because he got me in trouble. And I I never forget stuff like that. <laughs> so we we met each other again when I joined the Army. We met mm-hmm. each other again in Texas, and I still didn't like him. I thought he was just oh. a... <laughs> Uh, POS, and I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even like you, and and, and and whatnot, and after a while, we just started talking and everything, and I don't know, I
1: guess we decided we had more in common than what we thought. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <all of> <laughs> well, you know, here wow. on the chat, we like to do something fun, and so... You're a very sharing caring person. And so we're gonna do something a little new today. Um, we're gonna throw you in the hot hot seat, okay? And so okay. this segment we like to um we like to just say it's called Five Minutes in Heaven, okay? So you're gonna tell us something that we don't know um about yourself. Now The first question is, what is your favorite color?
2: My favorite color is red.
1: Okay. What is your favorite ice cream? What is your favorite author?
2: Or who is your favorite author? I have a lot. I have a lot of them, but my my go-to author, my number one go-to author when I really need uh pick-me-up is um, Tiana Levine. She okay. has this series, Saint series, man. <laughs> that, those are the books. And she says she's not going to write anymore. She's not going to revisit him anymore. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. He was our book boo. So <laughs> we... <laughs> we all forty of us adopted doctor saint so we was like yeah we we want more of him but she said she probably won't do any more of him
1: mm-hmm. i think she ended it like the eighth book or something okay next question next. what is your next question is what is your favorite sex position oh, oh no <laughs> Uh, donkey star. Okay And because you, you write BDSM I'm going to ask Are you a dominant or are you a submissive?
2: I'm a submissive I see myself as a submissive
1: Okay There's nothing wrong with that Because really a submissive is really the dominant one If you think about it, they're really the dominant one. And last but not least, what is your favorite card game?
2: Uh, I'm not really a card player, but when I do play cards, I like spades.
1: Absolutely. Ain't nothing wrong with spades. Something wrong with you if you don't play spades. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people don't know how to play. But
2: in my house you learn three things. You learn spades, you learn whist, and you learned I think of another game my mother used to taught us how to play too that she made us learn how to play. Mm-hmm. Wow. People will look at you crazy if you don't know how to play this. <laughs> I'm like, oh Lord,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Lee. We have so you have enjoyed, enjoyed having you in the the chat room, you know, it's always a fun time when you come share some time with me and Leash. And um, you you were on point tonight. I loved everything that you said from the marriage on. You know, some people just don't realize the work that that needs to be put into it. And those uh, heaven questions that just Leash just asked got a sister over here wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but we 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 appreciate you spending some time with us once again here on the chat, uh, Tosh And if you could just shout out the social media handles and where everyone can pick up your books, and if you may have any signings coming up that they can come join you, and uh, get to get to see and experience that that knowledge that you have in person. Um signings,
2: I don't. I haven't um thought about any signings. I'm. Trying to get the one, but I do have a um, write like a pro author retreat in June with mm-hmm. Susan Tisdale. So I can, I can actually learn how to re- write a historical and a Regency novel. Because <laughs> I think that's, okay. that's the next thing I'm going to try to learn how to do. But it, it's a, it's basically an author retreat it's for all authors of all genres. And mm-hmm. when she told me about it, I was like, I'm going. <laughs> I am going. I am so there. I think I was one of five people that brought the tickets the minute she announced it. I was <laughs> like, I got to go. I definitely have to go because I love to learn new things. Mm-hmm. My uh, On social media, you can mm-hmm. find me, the Tasha Demay on Twitter. Um TashaDemay012 on Instagram. I'm author Tasha. But basically, okay. you know, just, just type in Tasha Demay and it'll take you to all of my pages you. and my website is newyorkcitygirl.com uh-huh. it, It's uh-huh. in the building stage right now. I need to add stuff and finish building okay. it,
1: but Hopefully, it'll be up soon.
2: Awesome. will be.
1: <laughs> we so appreciate you coming to kick it with us in the chat room. You know, you are welcome back anytime.
2: Oh, thanks for having me.
1: You are more you are than so welcome, Tasha. <laughs> Till we see you again, Tasha. You have a great evening, girl. You too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We have to get together, Lisa. It's been a minute since we were all together. <laughs> Absolutely, I know, right? It's always it's always great being able to kick it with Tasha. And then we have our next fabulous guest. Now, this these two group of ladies, honey. Let me tell y'all. Let me let me open this tag show real quick. Ms. Leisha, you are here live on Let's Chat. We are talking that talk tonight with three fabulous guests. If you missed our first interview with the fabulous Tasha Demay, don't worry. Just head over to our archives and check out uh, our interview with the fabulous Tasha Demay. Uh, now this is ladies' night, so all you men on here, y'all might feel away by the time the four of us uh with these two next guests get done. I'm just saying it may happen. Don't worry about it, but don't <laughs> send us no inboxes, okay? <laughs> we have a fabulous author, Angela Ladelle, author Lavon. They gotta come in the chat room and chat it up with us. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Okay. Hey, 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 thanks for joining us tonight, girl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we appreciate y'all having us on today.
1: See, see, you already started. You get ready to get me in that mode, giggling like that. <laughs> it's ladies night, y'all. It's ladies night. So we're we going to get the book stuff out the way, and then we're going to talk that talk. I want you guys to tell everybody just a little bit um, about your collaboration, and what,
3: what brought you guys together?
5: Angie, you uh, tell that story. Okay.
3: <laughs> well, what happened, um, this is Angie. What happened, uh, LaVon and I were both signed to a publishing house um, that didn't work out for us. Mm-hmm. And we remained, um, we remained ink sisters and then became sisters. Cause that's my girl. Oh, and yeah. so um, I started a collaboration with Christopher Ringo. Um, before we could really get into the book, he said, she said, Christopher passed on. Oh. And so I asked LaVon if she wanted to, um, you know, if she wanted to get in on with me, and she didn't hesitate. And we got to he said, she said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now what
1: can we what can we expect from each other's pens because you both have you guys got a different style but it's y'all both fast. Yeah, I said it. Y'all they fast. <laughs> so, um I I'm excited on how what was the process like writing? It
0: was it was pretty
5: um cool. We vibed off of each other's um off of each other's pen basically so we just go um, back to back on what we wrote Um, one of us will come up with something and then the other one will just draw from it but it merged together so beautifully like um, with the first book you couldn't even tell who really wrote what part you know what I mean like so many people who were readers of mine as well as readers of hers were like okay so which part did you write because I really can't tell like it merged together perfectly so yeah, we were vibing. We was definitely
1: reviving with our parents mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. You said it now, are you both in California?
3: I'm in no, Chicago. No, Vaughn is in Chicago.
1: So writing-wise, what was that process like when you guys had to – I know you guys vibe off each other's pen, but that's like a time difference of being able to, to link up and have life and balance everything. How did you guys balance that process of being able to take time um, to vibe off each other?
5: Well, there were definitely many phone conversations uh, that took place. You know, there's a two-hour time difference but even with that being said, both of us always travel with our laptops, so it was nothing for me to be at work and call her like, hey, Ang, like, you know, I just came up with this, or vice versa, something like that, mm-hmm. but we made it work. <laughs> we definitely made it work.
3: Mm-hmm. And, well, Andy, for you? That a- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's what she said. She answered it. <laughs> uh, you know, we just we just kind of blend kind of good. You know, we just like salad and dressing. You know, it just go hand in hand. So um it's been working out. And so we end up people were uh pleased with the writing, that they were, you know, asking us about certain characters. So we came up with a prequel. Um the main attraction, which is what we just dropped oh. uh yeah, about a week ago line, about a week ago. Yeah, literally, about uh-huh. no, two, no, two, roughly two weeks,
1: roughly. Yeah, yeah just about. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. And let me tell y'all that cover. It's just something about a good back and some good abs. I'm just saying a good back <laughs> and some good abs. There some good abs on that cover. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. We we had to represent for the ladies one time. <laughs> yeah, there,
1: there was some, I didn't even need to see his face. Y'all did it just right. This is a good back now. We got some good ass. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Go ahead, T, I'm sorry. I had to say I had to get that. No, out. no, no. That's that's no problem. I'm I'm looking at these covers too. You
3: know I'm on over
1: on Amazon while you're over there handling the show. <laughs> man <laughs> man. <laughs> But the Tony, thing he said, he said
3: that Huh? Mm-hmm. You know to check it out. Uh huh. I'm 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 on download. I'm over here while
1: Lee handling her. You know she's taking over the show. But you know <laughs> that we we always talk about eye candy and things that attract a reader because uh-huh. and I are readers first and foremost. And a title mm. like he says she said is eye catching. And then you have the the people on the cover and the colors. We we pay attention to everything. Now, can you
3: just tell us a little bit about he says she said? He said, she said. The concept I had for it um, when I came up with the idea was giving um, a look at both sides. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the main character, Shayla and Walter, they go back and forth. So each chapter mm-hmm. is going back and forth. I wanted Shayla to give her side and then him giving it his version as he saw it. So, mm-hmm. you know, hence he said, she said. So they went back and forth, and me and Vaughn kind of piggybacked off of each other's response.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm.
2: Now, you know, um, this is still Tony. The the, <laughs>
1: the the key to that collaboration is when the story reads smooth. It reads seamless. And I'm just looking at, you know, just going through it, all I see is five stars. So you guys better join me here on Amazon <laughs> and pick up your copies. <laughs> but how how, you know, the, the concept of making the story seamless is—is is how important was that for you? You don't want to differentiate between which pen is doing what. Did you each have a part in each character?
5: Actually, um, Angie did Shayla, and I did Walter. Walter is ah. like my male alter ego. If I was a guy, I would be Walter all day long. Like he is the male really? version of me. Yes. So um, I often joke like I I would say I was supposed to be a boy I wasn't supposed to be a girl you know because <laughs> I think differently you know what I mean like my brothers and stuff like oh my God you are not an average girl like why would you say that like why would you do that and so I kind of just made his character off of that like if this was me this is what I would do so it, mm-hmm. it was fairly easy for me to to write Walter's Park.
0: easy oh.
1: That's that alter ego talking there. I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> and Angie, what about you? I know because, see, you you, you got so much. I mean, let me tell you about this one here, Angie. Let me tell you about this one here. <laughs> Uh-oh, Angie. Here you go. <laughs> Her pen ain't nothing nice. She good and fast. So I'm interested to find out how did you work uh, – her character.
3: Shayla, um, Shayla was a character, you know, either you loved her or you did not. Um, I made a lot of people mad. They felt like she was full. You know, I made a lot of people, um, you know, think, cause you know, Walter was the man, but mm-hmm. Shayla wanted what she wanted. Shayla was full. Shayla's father was a man back in the day. And, mm-hmm. um, you know she put her foot down when she needed to, and you know she eased up when she needed to. But Walter, you know Walter always Walter always came at her. It wasn't always mental for Walter. Walter he come and lay it down in the room, and he thought everything was good. Oh. So yeah, <laughs> so, you know we you know women we get mad we you know we have our moment, and then we might get back in line. Um, mm-hmm. So Shayla, Shayla, Shayla was by far not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, she wasn't me, but it was a little bit of me in her.
0: Mhm.
3: Yeah, the mm-hmm. the smart mouth and the um, Yeah. <laughs>
1: I told y'all she was fast. I, I tried to tell Knock you. <laughs> but you know something, but you know something, ladies. This is Tony. You guys mm-hmm. really put your all into it, and, and Leisha and I, we are readers first and foremost, <clears throat> and this book is over 200 pages, so that's just just, just a magnet for me to dive into. Um, what? How important was it for you ladies to make sure you gave your readers quality reading and not just a, like a 95-page pamphlet? Uh, <laughs> not a 95-page <laughs> <laughs> pamphlet. <laughs> Shade, but no shade. Let, Let me put my glasses it.
3: on, cause y'all know Tony is
1: shading you got to be like, what did she say? when she talking about me? Let me put my
3: glasses on. Right. <laughs> okay, well, well, because we didn't want a pamphlet, number one. <laughs> um, number one. <laughs> um, no, really, we're readers, also, so we wanted to get what we would want in a book. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily want a pamphlet either. You know what I mean? So we we did what we what we would want. Uh, in my opinion. What do you think, Ryan?
5: I definitely say that's what it was and my pen is long winded. Like I gotta get my point across. <laughs> so I right, yeah, love it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Whatever this character is saying, it needs to say it's gonna come out in that chapter. I don't care how mm-hmm. long it is, the point will be given. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like, for me, as a reader myself, I don't necessarily want to read something that I can read in 30 minutes. Like, I want to say right. like the I want to feel it. I want to, I want it to play out like a movie. You know what I mean? Like, even exactly. if that means that I'm losing sleep because I'm so stuck into it, but those are the types mm-hmm. of books that I like. So, you know, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of readers out there like me that want a book that is more filling than just something real quick and to the point.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you want those are the type of books I want to say I'm just going to read one more line and I'm up to three o'clock in the morning. No, I got to be up at five. You know, so and you want those books to stay with you long after you've read the end as well. You know, those those are that book. Itis that Leisha and I we haven't spoken about in a minute, Leisha. That's that book. Itis type of book. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, this, and but ask it it either. That's what we wanna do. We wanna be able to fall into the author's world. Whatever you got going on, mm-hmm. we're like, wait a minute. We have to stop lighting, yes. we have to work, click try, you know, trying to take a peek. You know, you're supposed to be on the phone or doing whatever you're doing, but you're like, well, let me get, you know, a couple more pages up in here. But that's, <laughs> but as a reader, that's what you do. And then you find you somebody right. else that you can have, send, go read the book, and then y'all sit down and y'all cackle about it. And, you know, that's really how word of mouth flows. Mm-hmm. It, it really
3: is. I agree. I agree.
1: Now you know oh, no, he here said. on Let's Chat we love when Angie comes on here, y'all, because we can just really talk that talk. So I want to talk about it, a lot, y'all. I want to talk about Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Tristan and Chloe. I want to talk about this, and and, and uh, I like that we got Angie on here because y'all know she shoot from the hips. She don't even hold them up.
3: Nope, <laughs> no why y'all? Listeners, <laughs> don't be bad of me. They' can have me out here
1: in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she shoot from the hip. She don't even hold you up. She she gonna tell you what it is. So let let's talk about it, okay? Because I, my you know I'm into the conspiracy theory. I believe they was already broken up. And I believe that as well. I believe Jordan was a distraction. And whoever this other girl that's floating around with, she was already around. This is the thing. He has to already be entertaining her in the background for her to be there so quick. You were so in love just a couple weeks ago. Now all of a sudden you're not. And then you holding hands and you all real cozy. No, she was already there. Yeah, That's a that's a dude that'll bring a chick around You say this is my best friend But he bringing a chick around That either he trying to fuck or he been fucking I'm just saying He gonna bring her around well, And this well, is my, well. that's my good friend This is my best oh. friend No Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't know what you really mean What if the whole
5: thing Is a publicity stunt
1: That part That, is that part
5: you know what well, I mean? Like it could easily be a part. publicity stunt. You know, I don't care one way or the other. <laughs> just to be completely honest with you, but my thing is this: if it's not a publicity stunt, then look at all the. I, I'm. A, can I curse? Because I, yes, I just don't want to be myself. Okay. okay. So all the shit, Dad.
1: <laughs> come in here, and take your shoes off, go on over there, and get you a wrapper right. and put on the fluffy shoes, and let's talk about it. All right, I'm gonna go and take my bra off too then while we're at it. But
5: uh,
2: <laughs> Oh, okay. Let me get <laughs> comfortable. Let me get comfortable. Right. But um
5: you gotta look at it for all the things that these sisters are notorious for. And don't get me wrong, of all of them, I like Chloe the best because she seems to be the one that's down to earth and a little bit more um what's the word I'm looking for here? She she seems to be a little bit more oh, yeah. personable than mm-hmm. Everyone else. Um, however, we do know that with fame, for some people, that comes with the addiction of being talked about. They want to be, you know, headline news. And if they're talking about me, I can make more money. I can do this and I can do that. But on the flip side of that, they are well known whores, okay? You have to watch your man, your cat, your dog, and anything else around oh, them, you know? About it. So, if she's been friends with people that she slept with her so-called friends, man, Trina, for example, mm-hmm. French Montana, then uh, the it. other dude that, that that she was messing with, that Trina was messing with. You know what I mean? So you did that. You you did, know, you know did, you did about support him, you in and London calm. and all these other people <laughs> that mm-hmm. you were friends with. So now your little sister, best friend, done came in and inadvertently... You know, flirted with your man a little bit, even if she says it was. You know, I wasn't really doing that. It was, it was harmless. Whatever. You shouldn't have put yourself in a position to be with this girl, man. In no type of situation without her being there. Period. I that's just how I look at it. But yeah, no. Let Chloe go be a hoe. Tristan be a hoe, and y'all hold together and just be hoes because that's what it <laughs> is at the end of the day. He's gonna do what he wants to do. She knew what she was getting when she got with him. And sometimes karma just pops up when you don't want to. She probably's in love with him for real. But karma said, No, let me get this back to you one time so you can know what it feels like. Hey. Uh There they'll they'll be Talk about it. it, She probably like he on to the next one. So they'll
1: be all right. And and I bought it up because money. Right. But you know, I bought it up because It's not just a Chloe and Tristan thing. It happens everywhere. We call that community dick. That means he belonged to everybody. And this, I'm going to say this because you have some people that be like, oh, that's my best friend. If you think Mm -hmm. about it in a relationship, your best friend is the other person in that relationship. If you are a male and you got a female and that's your best friend, Mm -hmm. that is something wrong. Because she's your best friend. This, this is your best friend. You don't have any other best friends. You see what I'm saying? And when you do, that means that you need to to reevaluate your connection.
2: hmm well, well, and I think a lot question. of times they
1: don't.
3: I, I just want to know how is it that he was able to have a party with all these said women? And where's your woman? So first of all, y'all wouldn't up. have been able to be. Y'all wasn't exactly. I don't think they're together. Spot. I think okay, they've been well, broke they up for months. That's karma. Karma, and then baby girl is there because she thinks she's about to get a check and she thinks she won a prize. Everybody just doing the fool, and it's just gonna blow up in everybody's face. And welcome mm-hmm. to real world. You got done. You did some people, and you got done back. Next. Yep. Well, talk
1: about it. And and that's the thing. I think that. Um Jordan's because when you listen to her interview, she said I would never be with someone's ex. She didn't say man. She said ex. So they were already they, they were already broken up when this party happened. Whatever happened at the party. Now, mm-hmm. this is the thing. If this is your your girl though, if this is if this is somebody that is your girl you love and and y'all you you best friends with her sister, you shouldn't have been there. You shouldn't have Ooh. been there at all. You know, and, and if it all. was anything going on then you were supposed to tell her to pull up, even if they wasn't together. I there's something going on over here. Just because it's just some things that you, you just don't do. Mhm. You should not have been there. Um, you shouldn't I've have had your been, legs straight over. Time. Right, you shouldn't have had your legs draped over here None of that None of that should have been going on Period mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. she said they cool, they friends I don't know how, how, how friendly they allow each other to be I don't know Because I don't know them I'm just saying You put yourself in these positions You know what I'm saying You have Everybody know That if you if People going to do to you what you let them do Period they're going to do mm-hmm. what you let them do, and they're going to lie to you because they can. But a lot of times we don't, we too busy being, I'm going to say being timid, that we don't take time and take away their ability to lie. You see what I'm saying? Because when you allow people to just lie to you, you allow them to get comfortable with being disrespectful to you. And allowing people mm-hmm. to sit and, and, and be able to feel comfortable with disrespecting you is a problem. When when they come to you, you they should feel so nervous they feel it in their soul. Their stomach should be doing flips, drops and everything else when they open up their lips to speak to you. They should be stumbling over their words.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: hmm But you don't but when you, when you are, Well that's them. <laughs> you're right, that's, right. That's, yeah, that's them. I, I don't I don't um I have not experienced that because I, you know, you, you know, when you're younger, twenties, okay, okay, thirty, um, no, forties, absolutely not, fifties, if you don't get somewhere and sit down, um, <laughs> yeah, we just, we just not doing that. We're not doing uh-huh. that. You don't nobody have time for any of that. Well, mm-hmm. wait a
1: minute. It's funny that she said that because before I turned forty, somebody told me when you turn, when you get in your forties, it's gonna be so different. Things that you tolerate now, you ain't gonna have the patience for. You ain't going It's not gonna. It's gonna be like I don't have time for that. And now that I'm in my forties, I'm like it's just some stuff. i will be like I don't have time for that. That I I don't have time. <laughs> I ain't had the energy. Mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to do that. No, thank you.
3: I say no, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Next. No, thank right. you. <laughs> no. See, and that's the thing right there. See, on that subject right there, Walter tried to pull that in the beginning, and Shayla shut that down. And he uh-huh. he was not trying to do that.
5: He was not. <laughs> he was not. That lady just came and did that on her own. He didn't tell her to do that. He loved it him from Shayla. Oh,
1: you're you're not gonna do that to Walter. No, but you know what though? (laughs) Just because he loves her, that's because he loves her. Just because he loves you does not mean he's not gonna do something that is out of order like that. He could love Shayla all day. He still did it. I'm just, I ain't telling the story. I'm just saying. No, but he didn't cheat on her though. But he didn't.
3: He didn't cheat on her. But really? after he left, the door open for somebody to feel
5: comfortable enough to his woman. But see, he know better. But once it happened, he knew not to never do oh, that again. Oh yeah, anymore. he knew because
3: Shayla packed up
1: and cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. But that's life, though. You know, you make these what real life to the characters yeah. that people can relate yeah, to themselves will to. Love it.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. absolutely
5: they have to be like real life, you know what I mean? They have to be authentic. You really can't write mm-hmm. about anything that you haven't experienced firsthand or saw mm-hmm. up close personal. You know what I mean? Right. You can do all the research in the world, but if you don't know what that pain or you know what that feels like, you can't write it. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: why did he allow her to feel so comfortable? You see what I'm saying? See, what like, had happened? I don't know, Bob. <laughs> why
0: why did he feel so comfortable? Really? Did he he didn't he really
5: He didn't really okay, so this is what it was, right? He didn't really necessarily make her feel comfortable. So basically she was she was a little chick that he was hitting off, right? right. You know what I mean? He uh-huh. passed his time with her, but once he met Shayla, you know what I mean? Like, you got to go back to the prequel, though, to get the full gist of it mm-hmm. all. Because so what we didn't put in, he said, she said, is definitely in main attraction. So when he saw Shayla, the moment he saw her, he knew that this was this going to be my wife, this is going to be my girl. Like, she exuded what it was that he was looking for, what he knew that he was missing, what he knew that Keisha did not have. So, hmm. you know, even though he was dealing with Keisha when he met her, once they got together and started doing what they were doing, he left that girl alone. See, sometimes when you leave people alone, they can't handle that because they think that they the bread and butter, when in reality you're not. You was just something waiting tight for him to fall into. And so uh, you played hmm. your role. You played your part for that. And because you didn't have that generation, or you didn't have what he was looking for in a woman, you can't be mad mm-hmm. when he decided to stop dealing with you and go on about her go on about his business. But see, like most of these females out here, they got that messy friend that fan all the tea and want to come back and serve it up to you. So mm-hmm. her friend knew that he had another woman, knew that he was actually in a relationship with another woman because everybody's like, He done brought this girl around, he don't bring nobody around. Who is this? So her friend was being messy because her friend was dealing with one of his friends. Told that girl where that boy stay at. She didn't even know where he said, so she didn't have no business
1: to think that that was her man. How you with somebody and you don't know where they live? Exactly. The, <laughs> right, but this is the other thing though. It's not necessarily what you do because you can do what you like. It's the way mm-hmm. that you do it. You can mm-hmm. bring that person around to so that the situation is so messy in the way you went about doing it. You were sneaky about mm-hmm. it. See Walter was a little sneaky about him doing he was a little he was a little he was a little skinny well, there. He wants he wants sneaky. He was up close. I mean I'm
5: sorry. He was very upfront about what it was. Baby girl couldn't handle it. See, so he put it on her too good. He wants supposed to give it to her the way he gave it to her <laughs> and she wouldn't have been around here acting crazy. <laughs> You know, and he touched on the in real
3: good, they, and she lost no, her Shayla man. And put it on him, and, and he lost his mind because
2: he thought she, she was did. gone. She did, but I'm <laughs> talking about the other chick. He lost about the other
5: chick, but see, he, he did lose his man about Shayla. He knew that that was his heartbeat. He couldn't, he ate, slept, and shit Shayla. He couldn't do no without her. So the moment that girl, when that chick showed up at his door, and Shayla was there to open it up and, and see this foolishness and left. He knew right then and there, I'm not gonna never mess up with you. This is where I wanna be. This is what I want. She wasn't playing with him. See, you gotta show these to mm-hmm. me that you're not gonna play with them Huh? You didn't gotta take one, huh. two, talk three, four, five, it. six, seven times for me to talk do what you're doing. You got one time and one time huh. only. And when you do it That's that one it. time, I'm gone. Well, you huh. keep repeating this over and over again. You know what's going on. Huh. You better <laughs> talk about good. it. You better
1: preach. <laughs> mess hey, up once and he he has you supposed to guarantee that they don't do it again. And sometimes Absolutely. that requires you to take your because a lot of times most of the time we're trading energy. And a mm-hmm. lot of times when they doing stuff, they taking that energy for granted. You gotta take your energy away. Yep. And sometimes you gotta take it away you gotta take it away for a minute. For them to really feel like okay, okay, something ain't right. And then now they're off mm-hmm. balance, you know. You gotta feel the loss. <laughs> you gotta feel the loss before you understand it, before you start thinking about it.
3: Absolutely, you man. Your respect. Yeah, that's, that's right. true. If you if you're not getting respected, it's it's okay to walk away. No matter how much you think you love them, or mm-hmm. not, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was Shayla's whole. That was her whole makeup. Like, you gonna respect me or I'm out of here and she didn't have time Mm -hmm. to play. She didn't give him a chance to come back, baby, baby, please, uh, I don't know her or whatever lie he might have conjured up if they came in the same room together. Whatever it was, Shayla just Mm -hmm. didn't have no energy. She cut at first sight. And I think Mm -hmm. Walter respected her more so for that. You know what I mean? He knew, like Mm -hmm. uh, Vaughn said, don't play with her. She's not having it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I love it, I love it, I love it. You know
1: coming here and talk about these books, man, just, but just a little just a little recap. make sure you get out there one click that he said she said, and look up that prequel so you can join in in the conversation if you're on the line and you want to talk to these wonderful ladies and get into this deep. Conversations because it's getting <laughs> deep up in the chat room. You press your one, and we'll come on and bring you into the chat room. But I love this 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 energy we got going up in the chat room, ladies. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh now I'm gonna say this because you know, men can uh, not men condition. It was uh 112. They got a song that talks about dangerous games, and it, in the, the mm-hmm. one verse in that song, it says, "Cause when your queen is gone, you don't last long." See, when you take oh. your energy away, if he is for you, oh he's gonna feel that thing, he's gonna feel that mm-hmm. thing if he, he don't tell nobody, he ain't got to tell a soul, but he know every time he closes his eyes, he feels that thing, yep,, mm-hmm. and you That's gotta cool. make it so. I mean, a lot of people be like, "Oh, well, you know, he made it say, girl, no, sometimes you gotta make it so, mm to right but i want to <laughs> ask y'all do you think we make too many allowances and we give too many a chances for the ones we love absolutely yeah absolutely
5: i think that a lot of women and men alike don't mm-hmm. ne, they've never taken the time out to really love themselves in a the manner that they should So what they get from other people, it could be a half-assed love and they'll swear to God that this person loves them more than the sun, the moon, and the stars, and that's not the Mm -hmm. case. They just may be treating them a little bit better than somebody else did or, you know what I mean? But once everyone learns to love themselves properly and demand a certain respect for themselves, then they wouldn't allow any person to do those things to them. I mean, come on, love does not hurt. It shouldn't hurt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Somebody is gonna do what they want to do, male, female or whatever. If they see something out here that they wanna try out, they're gonna do that because they feel that they can't. But if you let them know that no, you cannot do that, trust and
1: believe, it won't keep going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when they mm-hmm. say, you know, I just I didn't see anything wrong with it or they feel that this, that, and the other. This is the thing, is the flinch. I call it mm-hmm. the flinch. When you flinch, that tells me that you know you did something wrong. If the first thing that you come out of your mouth is you trying to explain, you know what you mm-hmm. did. There was some intent behind what you did that wasn't right. But that's a flinch because you flinch in what you're saying. Normally, if you do something and you don't feel nothing about it, you don't feel no way, you don't think you did nothing wrong – this a smooth transition. There's no flinch there. and nobody flinching. Ain't nobody got a backpedal because they feel like, I'm right in what I was doing. I ain't do nothing wrong. But when you mm-hmm. know that at some point in time, either your actions or your intent was out of order, you will flinch. And ladies, mm-hmm. we have to pay attention to that flinch. When people start flinching around you, when they start backing up, they already know, I done did something. Maybe she didn't catch it, but I did it. And sometimes mm-hmm. you got to pay attention. It could be their face expression that's changing. You know, everybody got a facial expression that tell you that something. They Just like your kids. You know when your kids are mm-hmm. lying. You look them in the face like you ain't telling truth true vision. So it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay attention. The best thing you got to pay attention, I think, a lot of times we don't because we make too many allowances and we give too many chances. Therefore, we see it. We know what it is. And then when it happens, it's like, wow, but you saw it. At some point in time, you had a feeling like it was something. You couldn't put your finger on it. You couldn't pinpoint it, but you knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
1: Let's talk about that for right. a minute, ladies, about our, about trusting our own instincts. Do you think that as women, um, we know that we have that instinct, but a lot of times we fail to... To trust it and then we always say we have trust issues. Um, but really it's the issue that of it's the issue that we fail to have is trusting ourselves and the
5: choices mm-hmm. that we are making. A lot of people are afraid to be alone.
3: Right, mm-hmm. I was just saying that
5: <laughs> a lot of mm-hmm. people are afraid to be alone, so those red flags will come up, they'll feel it in their gut, all of that. But if they feel like they can change someone or if they feel that they can wait out whatever it is that's going on, they're going to do mm-hmm. that because a lot of people feel like well, I invested all this time into you ain't nowhere in hell you finna go be with somebody else. I done made you a good man, <laughs> well in their eyes a good man. You can't go be this with somebody else because I should have the benefits of that. When people need to realize you cannot make somebody what they already ain't or what they don't want to be. And you know what I mean. So people, you got. I'm a loner. I love to be by myself. And I say all the time, like even when I get married, hell, if my husband and my kids want to live at a separate house from me, I'm fine with that because I like being by myself. (laughs) You know, talk about it. A lot of people, a lot of people don't like to be by themselves. A lot of people don't know how to be by themselves and it don't even mean like just spending the rest of your life by yourself but some people need to have folks around them all the time whether that be yeah that's a issue you know what I mean like you can be around mm-hmm. somebody and still be lonely but they don't understand that. yeah that's true. you can yeah. live in a house with somebody sleep in a bed with somebody every single night and still be lonely so what's the mm-hmm. point
3: well, it's no you building your issues. own prison.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. it's abandonment
3: issues, and then you know it's the battered it's the battered woman syndrome. You know, mm-hmm. and and you know mm-hmm. all the, the the excuses, you know all the signs, you know all of it, but you got abandonment issues, and you accept it for lack of like she said being alone. However, there will always be like that because. It's the batter women's syndrome. And no matter how much huh. your friends tell you or how much you know it or how much somebody tell you, girl, leave them alone. You're not going nowhere until you tired yourself. Exactly. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then mm-hmm. looking for other people to be what you need them to be in order to be happy. Stop looking mm. for other people. Jada Pickett says this all the time. It's that um, people look for financial security. I think we, as women, need to start looking for emotional security. Stop looking for other mm-hmm. people to be that thing that makes you happy. Mhm. Exactly. All but of this, that, that person is
5: to... not there anymore. How are you gonna mm-hmm. How are you gonna feel that happiness? You know what I mean? Like, where does that come from? Like, I'm telling you, soul searching is is definitely something that people need to do. Not just women, but men alike get to know yourself what is it that you really want what are your non-negotiables you know what I mean what do you like like take yourself out on a date go you know what I mean go out go out of town by yourself just do some things by yourself to figure Mm -hmm. out and to know and acknowledge okay this is what I like to do this is what I expect this is what I need but Mm -hmm. a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that all of these things exist outside of them when it's inside of you
1: you just have to tap into it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that uh you brought up abandonment issues because see this is the thing. A lot of times people people cheat even though cheating is a choice. A lot of times people cheat because they feel if your significant other or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whoever, if they're busy, if they're if they're if they're you're not getting enough attention from them, you're missing something. And it's like a lot of times that is what turns people to cheating or to give different their energy to someone else um, and mm-hmm. that comes from that that lack of of self maybe you got again abandonment issues it's something when it's inside you or something you have experienced that makes you feel like this person has to be that thing uh, in order for you to feel complete can't no man complete right. you. You gotta already be complete. And if and if you're and not complete
4: versa.
1: if she's not complete, then you need to step back because you need she needs to grow in herself. Because mm-hmm. it's always gonna be a lopsided relationship. If you have grown and you have tapped into you and you you love you. You you don't mind being by yourself. But the other person they gotta have people around them. They have to be attached to somebody. They gotta be shown attention. They have they have things that they have to work out within themselves. Ain't nothing you can do with that.
5: Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. They can they can't even inhibit the same space with with that type of energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But self love and knowing yourself fully is. I think those are things that people should be taught. But it ain't like you're going to learn it at home, especially if your parents didn't know it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, a lot of these behaviors that we exude and exhibit as adults, a lot of times we saw that at home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you you have to be mindful. You have to acknowledge and you have to stand and walk in your talk and say, this is not who I want to be. This is not what I want my life to be. But you have to consciously make that decision. To change it, it's it's a lot of Mm -hmm. work Self work is forever Ongoing, that does not stop It never stops, because you always Want to be a better version of yourself And you're going to always have your faults. no one is perfect, but You can strive to be the perfect version of you If you keep working And healing yourself over and over again You might see something, or something may Happen that'll make you regress and revert Back to the old you You know what I mean, so Again, you got to change your mindset Change your mind, change your life You can be who and what you want to be And you're going to accept whatever you want to Or what you're not going to accept But you have to consciously make that decision
1: Hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: What you think, T? I mean, you know, T, that. T over there wife, T over there, wife 101 <laughs> she been married forever
0: <laughs> 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 Been married done I mean, that man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm here absorbing everything and, and something, just to touch on what you just said Some people think that they are perfect You know, and they don't need to change And they tend to not have someone significant in their lives So you have to learn a hard lesson In order to get what you want Or even just to, 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 to be happy Don't be too big within your britches That, you know, you think you know it all You got to realize that
3: you don't
1: know it all you don't
3: you you have to compromise, and
1: mm-hmm. stop' getting wrapped up in sex. I mean, if you feel he's the one or you feel she's the one, you got to take sex off the equation, and then what do you have now, if you don't have nothing outside of sex and fun and a good time, the thing is when you mm-hmm. get into a relationship or you get married, you meet the responsible version of that person, and if that person has never had a had the time the um they've never had to be responsible you're gonna get that you're gonna get them making the mistakes that people make when they have to start being responsible and Mm -hmm. I don't think we look at that you know you get the responsible version of that person so if you see that they really don't have a responsible side and you keep
3: going and it goes to the left that's your fault It is because there are stages in relationships. You know, there are stages when you first meet, you meet the representative. Uh The representative tells you everything (laughs) you want to hear, you know, and then you get to the next stage where y'all having sex. It might be good. He might digmatize you. And then you really think you're in love. And then you start Mm -hmm. forgetting all the mistakes because now the representative is gone. He ain't holding doors no more. Mm -hmm. He's walking three steps ahead of you. And and it's what it is. But mm-hmm. at some point you've got to not accept that. Huh. I've been married before, you know, and you're right, mm-hmm. Tony, none of us are perfect.
4: Everyone mm-hmm. makes
3: mistakes. In marriage, That's I'm not right. bitter, I would absolutely do it again. I think that was my practice run. Mhm. So, you know, I don't I don't you know, but there are some things that I knew I wouldn't accept as a woman in a marriage, or any other thing, and it was time to go. Like mm-hmm. Ron said, love don't hurt. You not, It's not supposed to hurt you. And when it starts right. hurting you and you start using excuses, oh, well, I can't leave because I made a promise before God, uh, the Bible also said love don't hurt. He said mm-hmm. for better or for worse, not for dumb and dumber. So you got to huh. know when to let go. And love has levels. And it's okay to be by yourself.
1: Yourself, yep. Love has levels. If y'all at level one and you can't seem to get to level two, it's a problem. Love is not just that that first first thing, that first level, that ground level, that puppy love. That don't last forever. You have to be able to Mm -hmm. go through the different levels of love. And if y'all have a hard time getting from level one to level two, in a marriage or a relationship, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be y'all Y'all are not being able to level up. Y'all want to keep that feeling. It's got to be more than a feeling. If you're looking for that feeling, it's not going to work because you got to be able to go to that next level and it may not include that feeling.
3: You got to get mm-hmm. past that representative that gave you that feeling.
1: Mm-hmm. But you know something, maybe you also have to know that um, it's a compromise,
3: and, and, mm-hmm. and it's
1: work. You have to be able to want to wanna put in the work. It's not easy. Like our previous guest, Tasha May said, she, marriage is work. And if you want to work at it and if you want it to succeed, you have to put in work, <clears> and it's a daily basis. It's a give and take, you know, and you have to know that you have to compromise. You know, you can't. it can't all be your way. You know, it has to be the right way, and with the right way, there's some compromisation as well. So it's 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 not a given. You know, it's not it's not all black and white. Northside. It's some gray
3: areas yeah. in there,
1: right? Know. And when you, I think when you focus on the emotion,
3: mm-hmm. I think
1: that you get lost in that, and you you can't. It's harder to move around when you just wrap, you like you need this emotion to feel this way. No, at some point in time, when the emotion is not there and y'all are doing different things, what do you have that keeps y'all together? What's the glue that keeps y'all bonded together? Mm
3: -hmm. And both of you got to want it. You both have to want it. Exactly. One side. Exactly. But you won't go anywhere with that. Mm hmm.
1: And don't be out here like Chloe. If he talking about something she my best friend Nobu, she she is not his best friend. I'm you just are. saying. And he is not her best friend. If mm-hmm. if she got a best friend and he got a best friend, then y'all need to reevaluate what y'all got going on. hmm. It's something nice. missing. It's something missing in y'all connection. It's something missing in y'all relationship. And sometimes if you, and when you can't get past that first level, it's okay. You know, sometimes people, they learn from themselves. They learn, they grow. And sometimes when you learn and grow, you learn that you did things for the wrong reasons. You made choices Mm -hmm. that you wasn't really thinking about beyond that choice. You, you was just thinking about right now, but you wasn't thinking about down the line. And you right. tend to overlook a lot of things, and you tend to accept a lot of things. But as you start growing, and as you start changing, those things are not going to be acceptable to you anymore. If you if you got into a relationship just to settle because he was a good guy, if y'all didn't have nothing that kept y'all bond together, just because he a good guy is not going to make it last. Just because she can cook, and and you, and this the other thing. Stop being with these men ladies that need to have that mother, mothering, nurturing feeling, but like you know they what? need to be motherly nurtured, like they they get, they miss their mama, but they need you to be their mama, you are not his mama, that is not your job. And, but you but you know it's what? okay to
3: nurture, but know when to stop, you know what I mean, right. know when so,
1: to back up.
5: Saying that uh, kind of put me into my uh, main a little bit. Um, the prequel to he said, she said, focused a lot on, you know, Main and how, you know, he turned into the guy that he did. He lost his mother, you know what I mean? Like, he lost his mom mm-hmm. at an early age, him and Walter both. And mm-hmm. for me, with, with Main's character, I think that he was looking for that in his wife. Like she had oh. to be the X, Y, Z of everything that he needed from his mother that she wasn't able to be there to give him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And a, a lot of these men do look for women to be like their mother. And that's not saying that they want the woman to wait on their <clears> hand <throat> and foot, but, you know, they might be used to coming home to a nice hot meal. They might be used to coming home to a nice, you know, clean and warm and cozy house.
3: Well, that's I don't necessarily... Thing. Let's see, see anything well, wrong. Let's
0: wrong with that. Mm-hmm.
3: on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <then>, <laughs> Wait, y'all, because in, in look <clears throat> in the prequel I wrote Maine's part. Mm-hmm. Vaughn
0: is mm-hmm. still
3: Walter. Uh Maine wasn't looking for nobody to be his mama. He needed her to be his Not, mama. No, his
2: name he needed a hug. He, <laughs> he, he
5: he wanted Michelle to be his mama.
3: name <laughs> <laughs> was just grimy. He you know, and and he loved Michelle. He he was just he was just grimy. He was used to his way. Period. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. wanted it his way. Yeah, y'all, y'all mm-hmm. really need to catch up on that prequel.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got my copies of both. Mm-hmm. I got my copies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm and I'm adding it to the readers list for my reviewers as well. And I got my little my, my reader group. Uh huh. I'm, I'm adding that to our reading mm-hmm. list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now. Good, good, good.
3: <laughs> Let us know what y'all think. We Absolutely, to hear the feedback <laughs> Absolutely
1: But I got one more question Before we wrap up The ideas Now do you think And I'm going to use the character in the book So do you think that Maine was In love with the idea
0: Of um, being
1: in love no. no. <laughs> or or Walter, any character, do you think they were in love because in real life a lot of times we're in love with the idea of what something what we think something should be or what we are preset expectations. We're in love with the idea. Everything is great in your head until you try to do it in real life. So do you think in any of the characters of the book that that was a factor in some of the decisions they were making?
5: He could be for Walter. Like he, he definitely, he, he just wants to be loved and held and hugged. That's all he wants.
1: Uh, Walter got
5: too much but, going nah, on. I
3: need him
1: to go to counseling.
3: Walter, but see, <laughs> see no, nah, Walter was Walter, Walter didn't was get in with his emotions until he got with Shayla. You know, but that's when he realized, him. oh, I, I got, I got feelings. That's when he realized, you know, when he, when he got when Shayla, when Shayla came into his life, he realized he, he. You know, he was emotional, but still mm-hmm. trying to hold on to his thug.
5: She she stands all that thug about his life.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> not <an> emotional thug.
1: <laughs> It can be a feeling, <laughs> right? the best kind. The damage was. Let me stop y'all. Yeah. He <laughs> He just wanted time. to be
5: loved, and he, you know, he found his heart muscle and to say, I want to get it for somebody. You got a hold on tight and don't hurt this girl, and I'm
3: gonna love you back. <laughs> and he did. He loved her. He did. He Walter loved Shayla. You know, they, they did their thing. You know, they they overcame whatever. <clears throat> they they, really they did love
1: each other. Mm. Now, In y'all ladies know. <laughs> here on Let's Chat, we like to do something fun, and we love to have fun <laughs> with our guests. Mhm. So you know, we sure do. <laughs> And we do it and and we do this part of our show a lot of times because we like readers to be and our listeners to be able to experience the authors beyond their pen. And sometimes, um, if it's somebody that has never experienced your pen, just experiencing you allows them to experience uh your pen and therefore go out in one click. And so we like to do this little um exercise. And we're gonna do a live excerpt, but we're gonna do a little twist to it. Uh you guys are gonna play off each other just like writing the co- uh, collab. So T is gonna give y'all some props. I'ma sit back and um oh have my chicken and my and my <laughs> ice water and I'm gonna put my feet up and enjoy the show. Uh oh gosh, it's serious. She done added the chicken. <laughs> oh.
3: All right, let me get a piece. What are you doing? Give me that leg.
1: Oh, man. Well, first and foremost, ladies, it has been real. We have topped the show. We've had so much fun. And thanks for sharing your time with us. But I'm excited to get this excerpt going on. I'm going to give you, ladies, four excerpts, and you're going to feed on each other, like we said. And the first prop is a coffin. The next oh, one is some MAC red lipstick. The third one is some handcuffs. And I'm going to throw in a splatter of blood because we should love hustling blood splatter. Oh, Lord. Okay. So we got a And what are we doing with handcuffs.
5: this? We're making a story out of
1: these props. Yes, we want a live excerpt back and forth with you guys. You want to
3: hear
1: you all
3: from oh, Okay, okay uh, all right. <clears throat> now, Angie, you know you should be familiar with I this part of your I, mean. uh,
5: I Look, I got it. <laughs> I'm just okay, going to give go a name ahead. real quick. Let me get a name. Okay. Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy Lay at the front of. I'm sorry. Let me move this stuff out of my way. I got to stand up. Sorry. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Walking through the doors of the cathedral, Jeremy lay cold in his coffin, bracing in all black with a veil covering my face. My red matte lipstick is the only thing that shone on my face. Slowly, I walked down the aisle until I got up to his casket, standing there, thinking of all the things that he did to me the beatings, the cheating, just everything that I stood by his side and stayed with him through it all. And now because of another bitch, he lay dead in front of me. Ooh. When I walked into my house that night and found his naked body, hog-tied and bleeding, the only thing that I can do was laugh instead of cry because of all the things that I chose to put up with. And so now it was my turn to give him the kiss of death. I may not have been the one to put him here, but I'll definitely walk away knowing that his insurance is in my account,
3: Angie. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Jeremy. I creeped by Jeremy's house, noticed that his wife's car wasn't there. This was the last time he would be able to play me. I creeped in. He didn't hear me coming. However... When he saw me, he was shocked, just stepping out of the shower. The knife the knife cut him quick. Blood splattered everywhere. I decided when he fell to hurry up and tie him up, handcuff him to the bed. I wanted his wife to find him just like that. I hurry up and made my exit. I knew she would be home soon. Well, if I couldn't have him, that bitch couldn't have him either. Vaughn. Oh, shit,
5: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. <clears throat> y'all, if y'all
0: see...
1: Was, Look, if huh. y'all can see the way I'm in, eating this chicken and holding on to this cup.
5: <laughs> Masking the smile that was on my face, I turned around to the congregation, not able to let them know that I didn't give a damn that he was laying here cold and stiff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all.
1: I'm sorry. she got anything about food. Style?
5: Right. Mm. That was
1: good though. <laughs> I loved it. I'm sitting like on the edge of my feet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She like, we got a red neck lipstick. We got a coffee. Like what?
3: <laughs> you got the blood up,
1: splatter. Get get head, it, so. right. it it's all good. Yeah. That's the purpose of this exercise. Like you said, we want to hear that spontaneous creative juice just flow, and you it came through. Thank you. That was good, y'all. I had five little pieces of chicken. I had five little pieces of chicken. And the way I was gripping this cup and eating my chicken, I thought I listening to an audio But I was like, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Then you grab your straw, and you're like. I know. Right? <laughs> that was good. That was good. Thank you. Baby. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. Y'all did a good job. That was really good.
4: Mm-hmm. Thank
1: you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, where watch. the rest of it? Look, <laughs> yeah, she's talking about this
5: chicken. I got some real tips that's calling my name. <laughs> I
1: love it. I love it, y'all. Well, we so appreciate y'all coming and kicking with us in the chat room. We want you guys to shout out all of your social media where everybody can get your books and any events that they can meet and greet you at.
3: Um, Well, you can find me on Facebook, Angie Liddell, Instagram, um, Arthur Angie Liddell, Twitter, Angie underscore the author. Um, You can find our books, my book, um, Tears of the Game, one and two, Love No Limit, He Says, She Said, and the main attraction, all available on Amazon. You can also get an autographed copy if you email me at DreaLadell at com. And do I have anything upcoming? I do have some signings coming up um, around May, so I'll keep you informed on the exact date as soon as I know. Sounds good. So well, you can
0: find me.
5: You can find me on Facebook at levon the Writer, L-E-V-O-N-N-E. Um, on Facebook, I'm sorry, on Instagram and Twitter at LaVon Writes. And just like Angie said, all of my books are available on Amazon.com. Um, we got Sideline Hold the Complete Series. Uh, Dreams and Nightmares We have Selfish Intentions As well as Main Attraction And he said She said And I'm in the process Of re-releasing my first book Girlfriend Next Friday I'm a part of an anthology That will be dropping Called Scandalous If he's a dog I'm a dog too Hmm. And I
0: And girl.
5: Yeah I believe I am going to do um, the Urban Chicago Urban
1: Book uh, Fair with Jessica Watkins again this year. So that's it. Mm. That's it. I love that title. Talk about eye candy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. I love it, y'all. We so appreciate y'all. We love when Angie comes into the chat room. You are both welcome back anytime. Now it was funny because she you mentioned Friends when Friends came out you came on Real Raw Radio with us.
3: Yep, right.
1: Mm. I did, and I am
5: re-releasing. You know, cause people when I tell people I have NAN books, they like, "Well, I thought you only had this many." No, I had more than that. So I'm just busy trying to re-release my books that people may not have known about when I was signed to
1: a publisher. So. Mm-hmm. All my work needs to be available. We wish you all the best and continued success to both of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And we appreciate you all coming through to take time out, share your time, your space, your energy, have some laughs with us, share your craft with us. We appreciate that. We should. Well, thank you for having having us. You're very welcome. Make sure y'all come visit us again now. (laughs) Absolutely. We
3: will. We will. I'm working on, actually, I'm working on another book called Game Changers. So when that drops. um, Mm. Yes, ma'am. We'll be here. Uh, No, I'll be back. We'll be ready, girl. You know we are. (laughs) Talking about
1: about all things (laughs) books. But y'all know what I think? I think we're going to start doing tea um having a live um book chat i mean just just like a a book club chat like we read a book mm-hmm. and we bring it off the author in and we we just chat like like in the book club set. i'm just thinking y'all i'm just thinking that'll be pretty and dope you know what else no, we, you know, know we can you have to like that. reading certain parts, parts of it too like it's, a reading bring it circle bringing it to life yeah like a reading mm-hmm. circle Y'all, okay, y'all we gotta, listen We're we, we thinking, we, we work thinking about that. some stuff, but we, gonna, <laughs> I think we're gonna do the chat room reading circle. Uh, we'll do that so one y'all month. y'all make
3: sure y'all come. Y'all make sure y'all y'all pull us back in when you do.
1: After Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, y'all I'm gonna chat with my divas and see what what they think about that bringing us into uh, bringing it into a reading circle because we actually do that. We actually have a a conference call. Uh, about the book, so we have mm-hmm. another one because they're they're reading Ethic now um, by Ashley Lynette, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about doing that. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's gonna be a good idea. See, yeah, we gonna we gonna sharpen it up and bring it back to the shelf. <laughs>
3: you, you, like, you ladies work. like we'll that
2: concept? Y'all
3: like, you like yeah. that. I do, I do. Okay, we're going we're gonna to
1: sharpen it up and bring it back and introduce it to the show. Yeah, it'll probably be something we start doing in 2020, or end of the year. We appreciate Thank y'all for so coming to you, kick it with us. Thanks for having You I know. are so welcome. I know. I'm going to get it together, y'all. I got so much going on. I'm trying to, I got stuff i'm doing so i'm trying not to overlap the different things but i got it written down so it'll probably be before the end of the year because that's that sounds like fun that's that sounds like fun it does i definitely (laughs)
3: appreciate you for having
1: us on oh we appreciate you ladies thanks so much for sharing this national Women's day with us (laughs) not a problem And And we will see y'all next week for It's Lit Thursday. Entice is going to be in the building talking that, talk about publishing, agents, all of that. So if you are available, come on in the chat room with us. We're going to talk about it. All right. We appreciate y'all. Have a great weekend. (laughs) And
4: good night. You as well. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Bustin' my tail on a nine-to-five nine Just to keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be cryin' while she prayin' for a better life Hustlin' on the side for a bag of rice. Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith till make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet job be planning on